Ah, yes, and welcome into the sphere of, of the circle of trust. That's... wait. <laughs> so I'm Werner Herzog doing Robert De Niro in Meet the Parents. Greg, Greg, you are now in the circle of trust. I'm going to bring you in. It's a very limited circle. Look at me, Greg. I have nipples, Greg. Can you milk me? <laughs> you don't think Jesus... This is... You don't think Jesus can use a toilet? What do you think of that? I was trying to do Klaus Kinski as Ben Stiller, but it wasn't. <laughs> Your dad is using a CIA mind control machine. <laughs> Very hard to do an impression of a an actor who's being dubbed by another actor. Like yeah, it's, it's a real uh, like uh, like uh, Vincent D'Onofrio in uh, Ed Wood being dubbed over oh, by uh, yeah, yeah, Maurice yeah. LaMarche yeah. for Orson Welles. Um, uh, and this is Podcats, the pod about cats. Oh, hey. uh, and <laughs> coming and stepping now into the circle of trust is Vern Tooley. Hello, Podcats family. Podcats. Uh, oh, you know, our, our fans, you know, I've been thinking about it. What is the name of our fans? We're calling them our Podcats, but like in a jazz way. What, what if you just call them, what if you call your fans your litter? Oh, my litter. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll workshop it. Okay. If, folks, <laughs> write in. Can we get the spot at gmail.com? Let us know uh, what you want to be called. And also write in any of your cat's facts, your cat's thoughts, uh, anything that you would like read on the show. Can we get this pod at gmail.com? If you have a cat. And if you have a cat, if you want to send that in the mail, I'll give you a P.O. box. <laughs> Make sure to cut air holes in it. Uh, coming into the studio, one of my one of my great, great friends. Uh, you know him from the Puff and Bubshik podcast. You know him uh, as the co-creator of Doom to You. Uh, you know him from the uh, one day to be released, uh, the day after the apocalypse, Pet Turtles. Uh, this is Vern Dooley, who I've already introduced. Now you get two. Hello, hey everybody, yes, uh, it, it will probably bring about the apocalypse, because it's a movie that's not supposed to happen, but you know what, I want it to happen, um, but yeah, hey everybody, how's it going? Oh, welcome, uh, the people, they're primed, they're ready, they're listening, and they want to hear about Cats, Vern. Uh, this, 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 this is what the people want. Okay, so, uh, like everything with me, there's a preamble, uh, and... I want to state for the record, so like, and Kevin, you can you could probably relate to this, but like, I'm from a small town. Uh, <laughs> I'm from originally Johnson City, Illinois. In eighth grade, I moved to West Frankfort, Illinois. Uh, both towns that you have no right to have ever heard of. And uh, Kevin, I don't know if this is true of your experience, but like, when you're in a small town, like the arts do not exist. Correct. Uh, there is a dividing line, and say you're a traveling painter, right? And you need to make a pit stop while traveling down the highway. Uh, you will find, if you get off in a small town, that your paints, your brushes, your canvas will have disappeared yes. out of the back of your car. <laughs> they have not been stolen. They have simply disappeared, and you're frantically, you're rooting around. You can't find it. You you know, you get your gas. You, you, you get your McDonald's cheeseburger. You get back on the road, heartbroken. And then, mysteriously, as soon as you leave the town, they appear in the yeah. once you once you drive in any kind of, like... And it doesn't have to be, like, a major metropolitan area. You know, it can be, like, a Cape Girardeau instead yeah, of St. Louis, Yeah, we're talking, like, 15 thou. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. A Paducah, Kentucky. It will pop back up. <laughs> but, like, if, 
if you find yourself an alto pass, like your 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 musicians, your your every, anything you have is is gone. It's all it's all. It's over, baby. For my uh, Interstate seventy fans out there, it's the difference between a Warrington, Missouri, and a Kingdom City, Missouri. That's all you know. <laughs> Kingdom City, Missouri. It's so that's where that's where every bus stops to get subway on the way to or from an event at a faraway camp. Every single time. This uh. I, I I knew this is going to happen. Where uh, podcasts is going to turn into our other show. Uh, but, <laughs> we all knew it was coming. But I just I really love it when you have like a a small town that names itself something like Kingdom City or Future City or like yeah. their roads are called like Harvard Boulevard or whatever. And it's like <laughs> God bless you. You're trying like. It just it warms my heart. It's it's the same Boulevard as like Boulevard of Tomorrow. Yeah, Blade Runner twenty forty nine Boulevard. It's, it's the same as like your like little five year old nephew putting on a uh, like a Superman costume. You're like, oh, of course. You're, oh, this you're, is adorable. You're so cute. You're you're strong. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Don't use your heat ray. Yeah. It's it's yeah. Uh, it's like in a it's like in a Man of Steel when a, a <laughs> baby Clark Kent puts on a red towel and runs around the yard. And you're like, hey, bud, who are you emulating? <laughs> you're the red cape guy. <laughs> who are you pretending to be? You're Superman. I I I never thought about that, but oh my god, are you right? Yeah, that's uh... it's, wait. Who are you pretending to be? It's like if baby Bruce Wayne started walking around with like a black mask and he's going like. Ugh, ugh. It's like no, no, no! You're that guy. But hey, baby, man, baby Vito Corleone <laughs> in, uh, starts going like. Bah, bah, bah. I mean, yeah, it, it it established like they say. Mama Corleone says like he doesn't even speak, and so maybe it's because he already had that like. Who's that? Who's that? Vern, you would know this off the top of your head. Who's that old ass guy he kills at the end? It's not Don Finucci. That's the other one. Who's the Barzini? No, that uh, young Vito kills. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. His name. Uh. Is, it's not Aldo Trapini because that's one of the other. Uh, no. that's because Aldo Trapini is the uh, the protagonist of Godfather the video game. Uh, <laughs> Don Chicho, Don Chicho, Don Chicho, Don Chicho. Yeah. That. Thank you. Oh Don my Chicho. god, that was going to bother me for the entire recording if you didn't conjure that. But I knew you could. <laughs> I knew that if I picked, if we paused any frame of Godfather one or two, and I pointed to the background and I said, "Who is that guy?" You'd be like, "Ah, yes, that's uh." Freddy five fucks. And he, you know, he's known for only fucking five times. Come on, Kevin. You don't know Willie Chi-Chi? Yeah, and I, I get what you're saying. Uh, you don't? Uh, yeah, I could talk. I know a lot more about The Godfather than I do cats. But it's okay. Good we're making you. this happen. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we're making... Could you, you came on. You requested to come on. Yes, yes, yes. Because you had a very particular cats-related item. Yes, that yeah. That you wanted to share with the people. Um, yeah, so... Uh, what I was saying with my preamble is like I'm not. So I, I was in a. I lived in a place for a lot of my life where the arts just didn't exist, and so like a lot of the reason that like I'm such a movie nerd now is because like I discovered it. It's because like it's something that I had to seek out and like you know like because it was not around in my life I could fall in love with it easily. Um, and I'm I'm not 
quite there with like theater, but I'm really close. Oh, good um, for you, honestly. Uh, I, uh, I, I'm, I'm bad in that like any kind of like professional production of a thing I've seen is is one of your touristy shows. So like, uh-huh. spam a lot at the Schubert Theater in Chicago. Spam a lot. Uh, Book of Mormon. Are you a Phantom guy? Have you seen Phantom? I've not seen That's Phantom. That's the big one. I've not okay. seen Phantom. Uh, uh, I'm talking like real touristy. So like Book of Mormon at the not at the Fox King. Uh, not uh, I almost said Kingdom Hearts. I want to see that musical. Uh, Lion <laughs> if King. If you walk away, <laughs> you don't hear me say please. Oh baby, I'm sorry. I. But Sora, go. you have the Keyblade. You've got to be the one that unlocks the Harkness. Uh, oh, I, wait, wait, wait. But if we do a Kingdom Hearts musical, that also means that we got to give, like, Donald and Goofy some prime material. Mmm, yeah. Gorsh. All I can say is gorsh. <laughs> I'm really surprised, like, how much Disney loves money there hasn't been a Kingdom Hearts musical. Uh, I would say they just don't want to share with Square. Uh, they yeah. they really don't want to like split the bill on that one. They hate it. Yeah, I'll give you. Yeah, whenever I were I worked at Disney and uh, at my park that I worked at, there was one store that had exactly one Kingdom Hearts shirt, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and that's all they had in stock. Yeah, so they yeah, you're right. Do not want to share. They don't want to share with the bear, I, which I, is I, what I, I'm calling Square. Um, Square Bear, yeah, Bear, Bear Space. Yeah, uh, I bet if they could somehow organize that Square get zero percent of the of the the profits, that we would get a Kingdom Hearts musical tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, that's that's accurate. Or a Kingdom Hearts movie, or yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you're right. Mm. Um, yeah. So I've seen like a lot of. I feel like I know more than the average bear about like theater and Broadway and everything. But anyone else could, like, completely, like, stump me. You know what I mean? Like... Anyone with musical theater people... Yes. ...could absolutely wipe the floor with you. Yes. But if we put you next to, say, your dad... Yes. ...you would would kick your own dad's ass. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Um, Yeah, Uh, musical theater people would think I'm, I'm I'm a hack. Just a pure hack. But... Um, most folks would be, like, surprised that I can, like, recount the plot of The Music Man. You know, that's nothing. 76 trombones. Yeah, yeah. uh, And that's nothing to most people. Those are the big ones. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. But Um, you would not maybe go as deep as, like, a fun home. Exactly, yeah. Um, Okay. I'm I'm aware of it, but I don't, I can't tell you a lot about it. It's a funeral home, and, but they call it the fun home. Uh, something I did not know about whenever, uh, I found out in production of Pet Turtles, that was a thing, and it was too late I think, at that point. Uh, I I did that. I think yes, I told you did. You. Yes, because I had just seen Fun Home. Yeah. Um, um, regardless. Oh, but yeah. So like, the the big stuff I've seen has all been like your touristy shows, your spam lots, your Avenue Qs, your okay, uh, your uh, Lion King, uh, Book Not of Mormon. Um, the only one that's like. So I, th- I feel like those are all, like, 101 musical theater productions. For sure. Um, and that's not to disparage those shows or people no, who no, love no. them. That is just, they are simply the the basic shows. Yeah, those, that's are, that's a, that's, those are your gateway drugs. The For only sure. The only thing outside, like, 
I would say their 102 level um, would be, uh, and I'm going to get it wrong because numbers are hard for me. It's either 52nd Street or 42nd Street. 40 seconds. Okay. <laughs> uh, I've seen that, and I've seen. Um, there's no place like travel to unravel. Uh, that one. Uh, oh, I don't know. Uh, I want. I always want to call it Anchors Away, but that's not the title of it. Uh, 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 anything goes. Anything goes. Yes, that's it. I've seen anything yeah. goes. That's there. You go. That's a 102 for me. Um, that's a, sure, sure, sure. They used to be 101, but now they are 102 as time has gone on. Decades yes. have pushed them to a 102, where once they were a 101. And then you're getting to, like, 301 with, like, Showboat and shit. Like, that's where you're really getting into, like, some stratospheric stuff here. Um, between there is maybe, like, South Pacific. Yeah, we're, 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 we're charting a good course here. Am I going to have to make another fucking graph for this show? <laughs> I already made one graph for this show. Am I going to fucking be up tonight photo editing my girlfriend like please please go to sleep and i'm like no i need to make a chart i, I need, need to, to make, make a syllabus because of Vern, i need to make a syllabus you don't understand yeah um so I, I i know a little a bit of that stuff and all like the so like all like the the 301 courses that you mentioned if i've seen them i've seen like a high school production of them for sure so like I've seen The King and I. Uh, I saw Frankfurt Community High School's production of The King and I. <laughs> High it's... School Theater is the, the theater of the proletariat. It is the only way to cost-effectively see, like, quality I've, theater. I've never thought of that, but yeah, you're totally right. Because... It truly is, like, that and the free seats at the, the upper stratosphere of the Muni in St. Louis. This is some real local... We're going real, real Missouri local on this one. <laughs> Um, but there are, there, there, it truly is the theater of the masses. And it's the only time you can get certain people to go see the theater. Yeah. The people that like my dad who would only go to a show if their daughter was in it. Exactly. Yeah. I am aggressive. Even then, high and even then, like in every regard. <laughs> right. He would, he would be there, but he'd be thinking about, I don't know, bolts. What does your dad think about? <laughs> uh, not about screws. Uh, uh, it, it's certainly not about uh, owning a house. Um, <laughs> uh, that's the second. Ooh, that's, a... that's the second joke I've made about my dad and owning a house on a talkback podcast. If you guys can find the first, write in Kevin, and uh, I'll send you something. Yeah, can we uh, get this pod at gmail.com. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I've seen like the Benton High School uh, production of Guys and Dolls, things like that. Um, For sure. Uh, but. The reason um, I uh, I wanted to talk on this on the show is uh, amongst the uh, productions of Broadway shows I've seen was a uh, a very special performance of Cats I saw at the St. Louis College of Pharmacy. <laughs> <laughs> now this was not a cabaret. This is a no. full production of cats yes done Top by to bottom nose to nuts yeah done by pharmacy students <laughs> and i guess i had never considered that like trade schools <laughs> or doctoral programs might still have uh 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 
arts programs for fun. Like, not that anyone would be trying to, like, advance their own career. They would do it because it's fun. <laughs> that they, that, that pharmacy schools might have a chain link improv. And it might be just the worst, <laughs> the worst fucking improv you've ever seen. But they're doing it because they like it and they make each other laugh. Yeah, and that actually that's really heartening to me. I'll tell you something that fucking will destroy you. Okay. So recently, uh, a lawyer friend of Tina's stayed with us. Uh, he will go unnamed, but he shared uh, that at, that at his law school and perhaps at law schools across the country, lawyers are now required to take a class called Life Skills for Lawyers because quote <laughs> okay. unquote because quote unquote. Too many of us kill ourselves. <laughs> oh, I shouldn't have laughed. That was a bad reaction. That no, was... it's it is. I think it is funny. Like it's it's horrible and dark. It is funny. And I got a buddy who's a lawyer, and I have yet to ask him about life skills for lawyers and whether or not that is like a nationwide mandate by like the same people that do the bar exam about like too many lawyers are miserable <laughs> they fucking hate themselves and their empty souls and so we teach you all how to journal <laughs> we teach you all the joy of cooking so that you don't just end it all what, what i'm what? sorry you, you hear a lot about the bar exam being very difficult to pass, and part of the reason is because, like, they're not allowed pens and pencils or any sharp objects. It's just... <laughs> it's all verbal, the bar exam. Yeah, it's... you can only use scissors in the common area. Yeah, it's... Um, uh... God, uh... Most, most of this show has been about, like, fucking, like, the innate <laughs> sexuality of cats, and I bring on Vern, and suddenly it's about horrible... <laughs> We're, we're, we're covering all the vices on podcast. Yeah, we're really... I want this to be an exploration of humanity, of the seven deadly sins. This is really, like, we we are going... Cats is about the core of the, the, the human nature. Well, it should have been called people. They have... I mean, they have nine lives. So, like, you get to explore every type of life. You know, right. you can have a debaucherous one, and then after that, you're like, oh, maybe I should reel it back and live a safe life. You know, it's, you can, yeah, it's, they get to explore all of humanity, every facet of it. But um, yes, you saw the, the St. Louis College yes. Pharmacy um, production of Cats, and this is the only version of Cats that you've seen. The, the only one I've seen. Um, prior to the St. Louis College of Pharmacy production of Cats <laughs> I saw, I saw the St. Louis College of Pharmacy variety show. Um... And yes, this is a story that I've heard many times. <laughs> will not will not get tired. So please go on, uh, uh, Kevin. If you recall correctly, uh, I made a quote uh, that was uh, St. Louis uh, College of Pharmacy is where the arts go to die. Um, Correct, and that's Correct. Per- that was perhaps me being a little bit mean um, because I will say like. There was some fun stuff there. There was some stuff that was enjoyable. Because, um, see, there's two kinds of people at the St. Louis College uh, Pharmacy Variety Show. And I think this is the same for, like, a high school variety show. Mm-hmm. There's there's the people that do it because they have a hidden talent or they have, like, a secret, like, love of performing. And then there's the people that do it because they're, like, their sorority commands it. Right. Uh-huh. They, uh, they have no desire to do it. Their heart is not in it. Yes. And so, like, 
when you see the folks that like want to do it, you can you can get some like really wonderful stuff that is like elevated by the fact that like no one else around them wants to do anything. For so, sure. Like, and um, then you're like, oh, this this future pharmacist has like a real love of juggling. Yeah, and absolutely. Is, like, pr- and is good at it. Yeah. Um. Uh. Going way back. Uh. Um. The lady, uh, my friend Shiley Prasad. Uh, she got second place in the variety show for playing a song on ukulele. And then uh, Charlie Prasad went on to play ukulele in the movie uh, Hula, a short film by me. Uh, so, like, so yeah, there is, that, that was a fun little moment. There was a moment where the thing about the variety show, and it's the same as like, Kevin, do you remember like when you first realized that you were funny? And so you started doing things, like, comedically, but you didn't uh-huh. really have, like, much of a world you were an experience yet. So, like, all the bits you were doing were things that were, like, very close. Like, all your bits were like, ooh, this is older than the slide projector in Mrs. Brown's English class. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, all uh-huh. of your jokes are very related to one. And you get laughs because the audience knows what you're talking about, but yeah, you're yeah, not... Yeah. This isn't this isn't material that would slay at the Apollo you're or getting, anything. You're getting jokes by recognition, but yes. like my uh, 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 true my my talents would not be appreciated. My my five minute chunk about Spirit Week would not really would not play. Yes, um, so there was a lot of like stuff like that. The girl who won third place. This is how long ago it was. Frozen had just came out on DVD. Oof. And uh, there so was like an early 2014 here. Yeah. Uh, there was this girl. I want to say her name was Bethany, but she did a parody of the song Let It Go um, okay, called on. called H2O. <laughs> and H2O. Yes. H2O. <laughs> uh, hydrogen and oxygen. A, a, a verse H2O, about the chemical makeup H2O. of H2O <laughs> molecule. Uh, uh, hydrogen oxygen, not an H2O molecule, I'm sorry. Uh, two hydrogen molecules and an oxygen uh, molecule. Thank you! Uh, my bad. This is why I don't go to St. Louis College of Pharmacy. Uh, <laughs> That's why you married someone who why, does. It, why I married someone who does, yeah. So there was that, and that was like, you know me, like, regardless of what the subject matter is, most likely I'll appreciate a song parody. Um, yeah, coming from someone who wrote a song parody about water themselves, uh, I, uh, I enjoyed. Yes, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Owen Wilson's uh, "Pure Hydration" on yes. the Puffin Publishing podcast feed. Uh, check it out. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there was like, so there was that, and that was cute. And there was, uh, but there was also like, so many like. Like, an American Idol sketch where all the contestants were playing the teachers at the school. Oh, boy. St- stuff like that. Just, like... <laughs> Does not play. Yeah. Lots lots of jokes about, like, how to properly, like, hold a beaker. You know, like... <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> uh and it was done in a way like uh as as you know i'm really big into like uh waves of comedic jokes where it's like not funny and then funny and then not funny and then funny again for uh, sure that's that's all i do comedically um for sure and uh but unfortunately for the st louis college of pharmacy variety show like it 
it, it only got to the 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 second it's not funny it never got back to the the, the mm. second it is funny again Damn, um that's that's a heartbreaker yeah that really that's devastating um the unfortunately for all these uh folks that performed in the variety show the thing that i take away most from it is not once but twice during the variety show we had to evacuate because someone leaned on the fire door <laughs> uh wow yeah and that's the greatest running joke of the whole night <laughs> it was uh it was you know it was a uh it was a, a fun little moment and the they the, they flew in a comedian and I cannot think of his name at the top of my head and I'm very sorry, but no, there was a comedian there. Um, with some research, you can find him. He hosted. You wouldn't think he would um host a St. Louis with college uh St. Louis College of Pharmacy variety show, but was he was he too good? But we all like money. He was too good. I will give. Hey, him we that. all got to pay was, the rent. He was too good, but he hosts, and I don't know if it still exists, but at the time. He hosted a podcast about wrestling on the Nerdist Network. Huh. Uh, Who knows if Nerdist exists anymore? I, I, uh, speaking of horrible comedians, uh, not <laughs> this guy. This monsters. guy was great. This guy was great. Um, but uh, I remember at the, after the second evacuation, when we came back in, the host, uh, this poor guy, had no idea what to do because, like, where is this show? It's been evacuated twice. You know, like... Yeah, but yeah, he arrived on stage before the sound person had. So he had no microphone, no anything. And he was on stage in front of, like, tons of just, like, very saucy pharmacy students who were upset that this is going so long and that they had to leave twice. Yeah. Um, you know, just a lot of uh, uh, oh, underslept, uh, you know, overstudied pharmacy students... And I remember at one point, this woman behind me, very upset with the comedian that he wasn't, like, moving the show along. He had no microphone, and he had, like, no sound. She's like, just shout! It's like, <laughs> yes. Yell louder! Just this this man who relies on his voice for a living is going to kill his voice in front of College of Pharmacy students in St. Louis, Missouri. Yes. Of course. Um, so... Uh, it was, it was, it was a, uh, it was a fun night, not at the time, but afterwards it was a fun night. Um, also, uh, one of Nicole's, my wife, uh, Nicole is a, was the pharmacy student I was uh, dating at the time, now married to, um. Ah, your ex-girlfriend. My ex-girlfriend. Uh, she has a friend who does not like me at all, and I'm not a big fan of either. Um, uh, and even oh, though... Nice. And even though this show is open to the public, she definitely sent Nicole a text message as soon as I arrived that said, what is he doing here? Uh, wow. And I know she'll never listen to this. I know that no one from St. Louis of College, College Pharmacy will listen to this, but I want to get it out there that I know this happened. Your fingers are not as sneaky as you think they are. Um, but anyway... Uh, <laughs> That set the yes, that set the stage for the production of Cats. Um, having gone to the variety show, yes, uh, I I knew, I knew, I, I I thought I had a pretty good idea of what to expect. 
Um, and that was not a lot. And no, and no mark against the people that were in it. I have some very good friends of mine that were in this production of Cats. They all did a bang-up job. Um, but it's a college of pharmacy, and so they're not going to invest very much in their play about cats, you know what I mean? Like for sure, it's a it's a ramshackle production. Yeah, they bought the little cat headbands that you know all the all the anime girls at your school wore. Yes, like yes. they really like it's 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 held together by scotch tape, not yes. duct tape. Um, everyone who was in it did a wonderful job, but like the production itself was not was not mm. you know like was was not even there was. I, I hate saying it, but there were high school productions I saw that were had that were better in terms no, of like production quality. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, a, a a theater production at the high school at the St. Louis College of Pharmacy might as well be a high school production for yeah. like the amount. It's not like a college production where you're like, wow, they have like a real set. You know, like they this is a this might as well be a high school production. And Cats, unfortunately, is a show that relies really heavily on spectacle on being taken yeah. away by the incredible uh costumes you know that use like uh endless amounts of like interesting material and design to like get across the personality of these cats you're taken away by like the set that is behind them this like perspective world like un- it is not Les Mis, where you are drawn in by the drama, by the characters, <laughs> by the by the rich text of Victor Hugo. This is a, 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 as much of a popcorn spectacle as Broadway tends to get. And if you take away the spectacle, you are just left with the innate talent of the St. Louis College of Pharmacy. <laughs> Uh, yeah, precise. I could not have said it any better. I will say the, the costumes were not bad. The costumes were, were pretty okay. They were, um, um, at, at, at best they were like a really bad cosplay of a cat's character. Sure, sure, sure. Um, at worst, they were a really good Halloween costume of a cat's character. Gotcha. Put it, put it next to your high school's, uh, or your, I'm sorry, your elementary school's Dr. Seuss day where someone came in dressed as the cat in the hat. Like, where does it rank vis-a-vis that? If you didn't have that, I'm sorry. No, I, no, I, uh, we, we, we definitely had that. Um, uh... The costume was better, or the makeup... The makeup... Uh, I would say, next to the Cat in the Hat costume, if the Cat in the Hat costume is like... Uh, on a scale of 1 to 10, if it's like a 5... I want, I want to say Cats was a 6. Okay. All College right, of okay. Pharmacy so Cats. Cats of Pharmacy. College of Pharmacy Cats. Cats of <laughs> Pharmacy is the next... St- just a tick up. Yeah, you know, because slightly better put together. It's not just your teacher putting it on in the bathroom. Yeah, it was classes. The the cat suits were um like jumpsuits. They weren't like something that you zip yourself up into. Mm, gotcha, gotcha. So like they had that kind of like like the only form fitting kind of like it looked like their bodies and not just like a black trash bag on them. For sure, for if, sure. Yeah. Um, so the costumes were were totally they were totally fine, totally acceptable. Um, uh, the rest, 
So the set was literally just like white lifts. Just like white, white like white platforms. Like like scaffolding? Yeah. Oh. Like Well, I mean, you know, you gotta do what you gotta do. It's yeah. not what you have, it's what you make out of it. You know, there are productions of rent that don't use much more than that. Well, I know, you know like, what I mean. Uh like the way Godspell is written, like you could do it in a McDonald's or something. Uh <laughs> now that I would like to see. Uh uh you you could do Godspell on like any budget. Um, but yeah, this cats was just like <sighs> Real obscure reference. Kevin, do you remember the, like, the Matt Gorley Volkswagen commercials where he's just in a white void? I, I, yes, I do. Okay. I do remember that. Uh, or, uh, uh, let's, uh, let's branch out a little. The Justin Long and John Hodgman I met. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Yes, well, classic. Yeah. White, white void, just two guys. We, you know, we're selling our product based on the comedic repartee between Justin Long and John Hodgman. Yes. Um that's a that's about where we were as far as a set design of cats goes. Roger, Roger, Roger. Just um white floor, like white risers and a white curtain. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the, like the the big thing about, you know, a musical is the music. Um and yes. the prob there's two problems here. The problems uh-huh. uh, with the College of Pharmacy uh, Cats. I'm guessing we don't have a full orchestra. No. We have a piano. Okay, again, like, for <laughs> uh, this is a, if we're comparing this to high schools, mm-hmm. I have seen high schools make that work before. Like, you know, it's just your music, your choir teacher is on the piano, and and you make it work. I, it was just, it was just kind of like, kind of, I don't, I don't want to say jarring, but I was surprised by it because like my high school productions of musicals, like if you were in the band and didn't want to like, you could, you could play in the show for like extra credit. Yeah. And so like, that's, that's pretty standard. Yeah. So like all the high school productions I saw, like would have horns. You know, it'd be a small pit, but there would be horns, there would be a xylophone. You know, there would be more than just one instrument. This was the first production of anything I saw where there was just the one the one instrument. And then, like, because it is a college of pharmacy and this is their lecture hall where they, like, teach their big classes. It, it's made for PowerPoint, not for cats. Yeah, so, like, the acoustics were no good. Um, it sounded like your friend is singing in the other room while your friend is playing piano in the room you're in. Uh, yeah, no, that's common. You know, they can't out-sing the piano. Exactly. Because the piano can always hit that note at the same volume. Yeah, and also, like, they had the, uh, what, um, what people in the theater community refer to as the Mary Jane and Spider-Man 2 problem, where they were not confident enough to project their voice. Yeah. So, yeah. so it was... People commonly refer yes. to 
musical theater scholars are always going back to Sam Raimi's Spider-Man 2. And that and they, you know, and when they're teaching Usher classes, they show the scene with Bruce Campbell. Yeah. Where he's like, no, the theater doors are closed. <laughs> apparently, yeah, yeah, we all know what you're talking about. Apparently, that was supposed to set up Bruce Campbell being Mysterio in part four. Is that really? That's what I've heard. That's what I've heard. That that's supposed to That be- would have been dope. I don't know if there's any substantiated evidence to support that because uh, uh, he is in all of those movies as a different character. This is true. Including in Spider-Man 3, a snooty French waiter. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we have this stinky doo-doo platter. Um, uh, uh, Zach Orth in They Came Together. But um, okay. I, I, get, I get what you're that would have, you know what? I would have been for it. As much it was, as I liked uh, Jake Gyllenhaal's hunky rendition of Mysterio, I think Bruce Campbell would have done some really amazing things with that. Oh, absolutely. And, I mean, I'm a, one of the people that think that, like, every role ever put to screen would be better if Bruce Campbell was playing in that role. Um, that's just how I am. Uh, I gotta say, it's got it's at least above 50%. You know, yeah. like, it's it, I wouldn't say 100 because I would, you know, I, I don't want him in heat. Uh, but no, I, I don't you know. know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> if you want Bruce Campbell saying like, she had a great ass. <laughs> don't uh, waste my motherfucking time. This is really unrelated because this is our other show. Um, but uh, Kevin, I recently watched Scarface for the first time. You saying for me- the first uh, the, yeah. the the the. Uh, the 80s Scarface, yes, right? Yes, yes. Not, Not the, the uh, James Cagney. Yes, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, but I watched Scarface for the other time, the, for the first time the other day, and you bringing up Heat with Al Pacino reminded me of this. Everyone's uh, Al Pacino impersonation is like, say hello to my little friend, or, you know, like, that cockroach or whatever. Um, and they're all wrong. And so... Uh, Putting it to the record right now, and we'll get back to cats at some point. But putting for, for yeah, record yeah, yeah. now, this is the definitive Al Pacino in Scarface impersonation. In order for me to do it, uh, I'm going to need your help, Kevin. Sure. Um, now, are we? How close are we adhering to uh, Dana Carvey and the Master of Disguise doing a Scarface impression? Uh, not. We're not adhering to that at all because that one's wrong as well. Uh, okay. This is this is how if you really want to do a tried and true Al Pacino and Scarface impersonation, how he is Got in that movie, uh, how he is in that movie. This is how you do it, Kevin. I need your assistance. Tell me, just tell me a story and just leave some spaces between sentences. Okay. Uh, sure. Uh, so I was walking down the street just the other day. Walking down the street. Uh, and I, uh, saw a nice dog, I was happy to say. Dog. You, you, you saw a dog. You saw a dog. I went to get some groceries. Groceries, huh? You got, you got groceries, huh? That's, that's I... essentially, that's, that's okay. what he does. He just, he just mutters whatever someone said in front of him. He mutters that back, and then he says his line. Uh, it was Got a lot funnier in practice than it was on the recording, but but you know what? People that saw Scarface are lighting up right now. Yeah, yes, yes. So so Al Pacino uh, as an actor is sort of borrowing uh, Peter Serafinowicz's Michael Caine impression. Pretty much, yeah. It's just you need to always, you know, 
you got to remind <laughs> the audience that you're in the shot. So you got to wander into the background of the other actor's <laughs> shot. Uh, he's he's taking for he's three ta- people. He's taking Peter Serafinowicz's uh, impersonation of Michael Caine and not Peter Serafinowicz's impersonation of Al Pacino. Um, nope. Which is from he saw a, the Michael Caine one. He yeah. didn't. He didn't. What keep watching on the playlist? You know, he didn't see the Kevin Spacey one. Um, it's fine. Thank goodness he didn't see the Kevin Spacey. And yeah, uh, and I guess Peter Serafinowicz knew something we didn't know for a long time because he <laughs> nailed that. Um, he, it is okay. Uh, we'll get back to cats. Peter <laughs> Serafinowicz's Kevin Spacey impression is the number one greatest impression I have ever witnessed absolutely it is the absolute it is impeccable because there are impressions that i love by like uh bill Hader and dana carvey and stuff like that but they really are like they're doing a voice they're taking on the essence of the person but turning it into like a new character they're doing a peter sarah peter serafinowitz as kevin spacey honest to god i close my eyes i do not know who it is, <laughs> it is incredible it is unbelievable how good that impression is. Everyone, I, go on YouTube right the fuck <laughs> now and just look up Peter Serafinowicz, Kevin Spacey, and you can we get this pod at gmail.com? Please. I remember it you seeing it for the first time. And yeah, uh, it, was, I it was a melted. <laughs> the greatest impression. Cats. Pharmacy School Cats. Yes, okay, Pharmacy School Cats. So yeah, uh, it was... Do you remember anything? Because we got a, we have a general description of the production. Do you remember any particular like? Mo- I know that this was a long time ago. Okay, so uh, I remember I remember a handful of things. Uh, one last thing about the production. Okay. I I guess that whoever drew up the program did not know how like casts work, huh. um, and like how crediting works because. The entire cast was in there in alphabetical order, and like that was like you know what I mean. It wasn't. Oh, like, that's interesting. It was There's no negotiation for top billing in the program. Yeah, whoever did they all have like? Did they at least get their blurb? Did they get their like paragraph? No blurb. No blurb. No blurb. It was just yeah. listed in alphabetical order. No and, assigned part or anything like that. And I thought like uh, there was a friend of mine uh, that we went to go see in the show, and I thought like, you know, and. This friend of like of ours hasn't done like a lot of acting, but I was like, wow, I get like whenever I saw the program, I was like, she's got a hidden talent. She's third build on this. <laughs> My <And> friend, <laughs> uh, Carly Carnassus, <laughs> is really high build in this. And that's when I realized, like, oh wait, her her last name begins with the letter C. That's why she's third build. She still did an incredible job, but. I realized after looking at it, I was like, oh, wait, this is alphabetical order. This is not in not in order of, like, speaking role or, you know, whatever it might be. Um, so, I'm not... Prior to, I want to say, ten years ago, I thought Cats was a joke show. I didn't think it was a real show. Um, my ex- so you you subscribe to the unbreakable uh, Kimmy Schmidt model that cats is just something they are making up every time that they perform <laughs> that they are not there is not a script there is not they are just like making shit up it's not, not e- a real play not even that I thought it was like you know how like 
80% of Looney Tunes cartoons are jokes that you've seen in other Looney Tunes cartoons. 100%, yes. I, I thought it was that. I thought Cats was just like, uh, 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 like that was like, uh-huh. that was a joke show. Uh, my you thought first... it was a wily e. Coyote of a show. Yes. Where um, even though there are some variances, it's literally the same thing over and over again. Yeah, I thought it was, and I thought it was, it purely existed as like a punchline and not as an Bunch actual of cats, production. Like painting train tunnels. The yeah, the wall. the first exposure I ever had to cats was the uh, Conan O'Brien late night with Conan O'Brien bit where like he's wearing a cat shirt and the cat ears and holding a program crying. Uh, I thought that was like, oh, it's funny because it's a fake musical. Um, <laughs> and it wasn't until like some time after that, whenever I like time remember like commercials for vhs tapes that you could order via the mail indeed the dean martin celebrity roast tapes and everything like i saw one of those for cats and then i learned like oh it's a real thing okay it's not a joke show Um, yeah it is the uh the i assume it's the one vhs tape that everybody had with the big black box and stuff like that yes yeah yeah. uh one of those commercials were like it's a blue background with a yellow phone number, one 800 4 Call today! Yeah. A Time Life Cats. Yay! Yeah. Um, I'm witches. So, so it was really it was really cool kind of like seeing it, um, knowing that it was like, oh, it's a real thing. The only, the thing I remember like most vividly is the opening, per, the opening number was uh, Jellicle Cats. Jellicle cats and jellicle cats. Jellicle songs for jellicle cats. Yes. Uh, and I'm, 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 I'm listening to it. I'm just taking everything in. And at one point, they stop the song and they go, Wait, we know what you're asking. What's a jellicle cat? And I'm like, Yeah, you know, I would like to know what that is. And then, unless Ooh. I'm mistaken, <laughs> they never explain what a jellicle cat is. Uh. Yeah, there's like three minutes of whispering where they're like, well, of course, we all know that cats have three names. The names that you give them. Uh, <laughs> okay, I, 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 I recall this now. Um, it's uh, it's uh, horrifying. <laughs> it's, it's truly unnerving in a very like Lynchian way. It's like it's really upsetting whether or not it was intended to be. It's horribly upsetting. <laughs> Which is my thesis about Lynch, is that he is trying to make commercial entertainment and just can't. And just failing miserably. Like, when you listen to uh, Paul Thomas Anderson talk about Punch Drunk Love, and he was like, this is me trying to make, like, an old-fashioned rom-com. This is me trying to make, oh, like, buddy. <laughs> uh, a, a Busby Berkeley like, musical. And I'm like, my dude, you have, like, a mattress store owner slash porn sex line <laughs> provocateur, like, come and try to murder Adam Sandler, and it's not funny. <laughs> you use Shelley Duvall's <laughs> song from the Popeye movie as, like, your romantic theme. We are constantly interrupted by, like, bright, glowing lights with no sound my guy (laughs) you fucked up like oh (laughs) you mean you want to do a movie like that but you've never seen a movie like that you like paul thomas anderson was trying to make 
fever pitch with Jimmy Fallon and Drew Barrymore, <laughs> and he made Punch Drunk Love. My dude. I mean, I'm happy he made it because Punch Drunk yeah, Love it's a, is it's incredible. A, it's a masterwork, but uh, but like he fucked up in his intent. <laughs> It is a if it's if we're looking at it through that lens, it is a failure as a movie. Like he was trying to make the wedding singer <laughs> with, with Adam. Like that was the vibe he was going. Now for. I had heard that he was trying to do like a parody of Adam Sandler movies, and through that lens, it kind of works. Um, because in an Adam Sandler movie, like he would lash out and like break a window and everyone would like play it up for comedic effect but in this one like he lashes out breaks the window and like someone tries to get him help you know yeah, like it's like a robert smigel like it tries to it, 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 i think it's robert smigel if i remember mm-hmm. correctly yeah who's like buddy we need to get you some help you know <laughs> um it's it's like they made anger management but played it like a hundred percent straight and it's not funny at all. <laughs> but he was trying to make the water boy or something. Like it's that's, really That's what I heard. And under that guise it works. But if you're if you're trying to make, as you said, fever pitch, if you're trying to make something like uh yeah. accepted. Like he he's like, trying to make music and lyrics. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, yeah, go back to the well, man, try again. Try uh, again, because you made a masterpiece, but it sounds like accidentally. Yeah, this is uh, we we accidentally were looking at the wrong recipe, but somehow we made a, a really wonderful cake. Yeah, um, Jesus. The uh, so um, uh, as as I said, like the acoustics were not great, and so like I I was hearing like every third word, but like is cats. Yeah, uh, there's there's old cat, right? There's and, there are several old cats. Okay, but there's like one. There's one old cat who like had like a, a t- someone who like took really good care of it and then like threw it out in the street or something. Yeah, and then like does the cat literally get on a spaceship or do they die? <laughs> Boy, Vern. <laughs> You are asking the questions that humanity has tried to answer since cats came out in 1989. Okay. Like, you are literally asking the fundamental questions that we have all been trying to figure out. You know, like the end of Taxi Driver, where you're like, how much of this is a dream? How much of the like, is this his paranoid fantasies? Are we real? Like, is he really being held up? Like, what is... (laughs) What is going on? Like, how, where, where are we actually sitting here? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. one of those movie endings um, that you we've always been trying to unravel. Um, you know, what did X mean in this Coen Brothers movie? You know, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever. Like, these, these are the questions. Okay, I didn't realize it was one of those, like... The, it is, it is long debated because Cats does not, Cats is a sing-through. Like, there's never spoken dialogue in mm-hmm. Cats, uh, which I think the movie is changing. I think they're adding spoken dialogue, which is bold. Uh, I think to probably explain what the fuck is going on. Because it's like, it is a list of cats. Like, every song is well, just, that's what here th- is a different cat's 
thing. That's what the original T.S. Is... Eliot thing was, wasn't it? Right. It's just okay. a bunch of poems, and it's like, this is a poem about this cat, and he does this. And it's, like, very silly and whimsical and and cutesy. Like, it's all, you know, it, that those are not disparaging words. That is literally what it is. Gotcha. Um, and then they took that and translated it, and through the magic of cocaine, translated <laughs> it into... A, a, a full-on musical. Um, and we have all sat around and gone, okay, what exactly is happening? For So, like, event, the idea is that one of these cats gets to ascend, gets to, gets to, you can, if, whether it's death or whether it's some kind of promotion you they've proven well, themselves we, we look at your numbers and uh <laughs> we we really like what you did in you're, q4 you're, you're the best uh, you're the best cat in the district so uh we want to offer you congratulations a, we want to be regional cat manager we would like you here's your office at the trash can lid you get um, your own franchise <laughs> uh you know where you get to use the the corporate washroom uh, you get to use the executive dining suite. And the know, corporate access. washroom is just them licking themselves. Yeah, 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 yeah. but in a special room. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you get, yeah, so these are the questions, okay. right? And you can, like, look at a Wikipedia summary and you're like, I guess this is what happens. Um, now, isn't it a thing where, because I, I try to, like, read up on everything after I see it. Isn't it a thing where, like, depending on, like, what production of cats you see there's different songs and different cats in it uh, i do, is is cats clue the movie uh that's <laughs> where depending if, if on I what feel like theater I you go that. to it has a different ending i don't think so Vern. i know i feel like i recall reading a thing like there's different versions of cats the musical that you can do with different cats in it I mean, both, both sound like the original cast recording, the London soundtrack, they have the same track list. I like that. Okay. Now we got to get to the bottom of now we Nancy Drew. Uh, we going to open up the, the old laptop here. We're going to tippity tap it away. So you're saying that it, uh, by your understanding, mm -hmm. this is a clue. The movie situation, maybe not clue in terms of, like, plot. How do I even Google this? And this will just go to Wikipedia. Not clue in terms of like plot ends, but like if you see it in like, and I can't remember names, but like if you see this, if you see this production of Cats here, it's uh, Mr. Mustafeles. But if you see it in this production of Cats, it's uh, Tinkerbell or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I I feel mm. like it's like different. Names Are you of... talking about just like the like maybe a language translation? No, I'm talking like you can see it in two different American cities and you'd see two different set of cats. I I don't think that's true. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But... I think I think that's wrong. It's been a long time. <laughs> like it's I... been a long time, so I could be wrong. This is yeah, circa I... twenty fifteen. But I like I feel like i recall reading that i don't know that uh, i mean so i'm looking at was... like the musical number list on wikipedia um i'm looking i'm looking all over man and i'm not like no I, I, i'm checking the i'm checking the cat like the cast list here and wikipedia only has one version of each name 
Like, gotcha. it's not like McCavity, also known as uh, Busk Whiskers or whatever the fuck. I might, cats all have insane names. I might be like... Because our brains are unreliable narrators. I might be like... For sure. Cross-sectioning it with a different thing I read. But like, I remember like whenever I heard they're making a Cats movie, I remember like thinking like, which cats are they going to use? Uh, all of the cats. Is okay. Um, so I know it's going to do a thing that all musicals that get turned into movies do, where they sure. add a new song purely to try to get the best original song Oscar. Um, yeah, that's that's undeniably going to happen. Uh, is do do we know if they're adding like new cats? Or if it's just, like, apart from the new song, this is... Well, I guess you said there's dialogue now, too. I... That's the... I believe, like, there is spoken lines of dialogue in that trailer, which, per Cats, the show, would not be the case. Gotcha. Um, and I don't know if this is one of those... Because, like, Andrew Lloyd Webber, um, the, 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 you know, the music and lyrics, um, mm. had an incredible amount of control over that... Uh, really bad 2004 Phantom of the Opera movie. Like, he got pick of the cast and somehow chose Gerard Butler. He got pick of the director and chose Joel Schumacher. Uh, choices were made. Um, hey, jo Joel Schumacher wrote The Wiz, and that's a fun little music. Hey, movie. listen, I'm not, hey, listen, I'm not, um, Joel Schumacher has a, a very solid career outside of the two movies that, like, angry nerd boys know him for. They're comic but books, also, not drama books. But also, both of those movies are better than they get credit for. Like, they're very fun. Yeah, they're yeah. really, like, watchable. Like, they're not... They don't take Batman with the utmost seriousness. But, like, Batman and Robin is a good fucking time. And I will watch that movie any time. They, they do a thing that nowhere near enough... Uh, movies do uh in any time period and that is they have fun with the lighting setups <laughs> like it's really like cool crazy yeah. like avant-garde colorful lighting um i think uma and arnold both definitely know like what movie they're in so they're a tremendous amount of fun it's i would rather watch batman and robin than either of the tim burton ones than you know I think rather than the Nolan ones, certainly more than the Snyder ones. I would <laughs> well, much yeah. like the only Batman I'd movie I my, like. <laughs> I'd rather watch my parents get murdered in an alley than watch a Zack Snyder Batman. <laughs> I would rather watch footage of my own ass shitting than watch <laughs> Justice League again. Um, but like, I would the only Batman movie I like more than Batman and Robin is the Adam West one, uh, oh, yes, which yes, is yes, yes. just a one of our great '60s comedies. Um, the, truly, I, I will stand by this. Um, yeah, I don't, okay, listeners, about this whole cats thing, can we get this pod at gmail.com? If you know anything about this, like, cats having different names, because of course, as we all know from Cats the Musical, cats have three different names. Uh, they're ancient names that only they know, and the names that we give them, and, uh, of course, they all have titles, like Gus the Theater Cat. Please, if you know anything... Uh, right in, because now, now a puzzle box has been opened, and I aim to to close it. Put up, put up a poll. Uh, whenever you post this, it's like, <laughs> is Vern a dummy? Is Vern yes, a dumb? No. Is Vern a dumb asshole? Yes or no? 
and uh, uh, and now, I, I want to see that. Now, Vern, I, I have one less. I have one last question about the St. Louis College of Pharmacy's production of Cats. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, Cats more so than any musical this side of a chorus line. I think is is number two or number one in the musical most reliant on the dance ability of ah, its stars. Yes. Like, truly, like, you can get away with My Fair Lady without anybody being a good dancer. You can get away with a production of Thoroughly Modern Millie or The Lion King without people being, like, true out-and-out dance stars. Mm -hmm. Cats is so reliant on the movement of the of the incredible agility and balletic capability of its stars and basically i'm setting you up to tell me whether or not these people sucked at these pharmacists <laughs> were were adept dancers i will say this there was, like, any musical, there's, like, your main cast, and there's, like, the the chorus, or what have For sure. you. The main cast, from my re- recollection, and I could be wrong, the main cast didn't do a lot of, like, they just did a lot of, like, standing in place and singing. Sure. Or, like, walking across the stage and singing. Um, but the chorus, uh, they did dance, but... Uh, their dancing was like was like Tom Cruise and Risky Business. <laughs> a lot of sliding across the Sliding floor. and like rolling and like yeah. yeah, it was I remember like I remember distinctly um being and uh, being uncomfortable at like the tightness of the jumpsuits and the degree of rolling around that was happening. If that makes any sense whatsoever, there was just a lot of just like, I don't know how I should feel about this, and I don't, but I don't think I like it. How aroused should I be? Yeah, it was, it was a, it was a, it was a thing where it was like, uh, imagine like, the, the, we'll go, we'll go the opposite end of the spectrum here, like Shakira dancing, but she's wearing a grimace costume. <laughs> It's like I there's I there there's one thing about this that would I would be really into, but there's another thing about this that completely shuts that down and overpowers it. Yeah, there's Shakira getting in the way of all this grimace. Exactly, uh, and getting away of my burgers. Um, it was it was it was like that. It was just like, and I'm not saying it's like yeah yeah send out the girls. I'm not saying I'm not Don DeMello. Send in the girls. Uh, it was it was just a thing that's like. I know I'm not, and I'm not one of those people that's like, man, furries are whack. I don't like furries because do whatever you want to do, man. It's fine. It doesn't it's, hurt nobody. It don't hurt nobody. Um, but it's just like if if they were just wearing like green man lycra jumpsuits, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it wouldn't like yeah yeah. yeah. There's just yeah, something yeah, yeah. about like skin tight that just like makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so it's just like, please don't get it in your brains that. I went to a, a St. Louis College of Pharmacy production of Cats and Musical expecting to get my rocks off. But, it, you know, I'm not... That's, that wasn't that wasn't the, the thing I had planned at all, but it was just like... I don't know. It's just, there's just a weird thing that happens to the human brain when you yeah, see, yeah. like, people in skin-tight cat suits, like, rolling around on the ground and going like... Rah! 
you know, just like... Uh, listen, it's completely animal and carnal, and there is nothing that that you can do about it. It's truly, and like, you didn't go there for a rumple teaser, but you got one. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, it didn't... It didn't grizzle my Bella. I don't know. No. <laughs> uh, I didn't. You t- want, what you wanted was a rum tum tum. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, we were both. We both saw that opening. We were both like, we're, we both. How do I get it? How do I get it? <laughs> we're both fighting to get into the elevator, just trying to get <laughs> even, that joke. Even though we'll both fit, but we got there. We yeah. got there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get. Listen, man, it's part of cats, and like, I think that we're looking at an animated Robin Hood scenario here. Where Cats is going to be an awakening point for a lot of dormant furries because you've got like Taylor Swift's face on a cat's body, but the cat has like substantial human breasts. Yeah, and no clothes. The, like it, we're 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 there. There's there's one part of it that like when I because I I had to see the trailer. There's like one part to. of it that was just like the one that like. I d- it didn't awaken anything, but it definitely, like... There was a meme on the internet, which is, like, I have the most confusing boner right now. Um, For sure. Uh, I have the weirdest boner. Weirdest, that's it. Um, that's and, from like, Community. Oh, okay, I did not realize that. Um, yep. But there's just, like... There's just one part of that trailer where, like, Rebel Wilson has got her legs just completely wide open. I Yeah, I know. And she, and, and like, like, her cat fur, like, the undercoat is the same color as, like, the top coat, almost. Yeah. And she just, like, looks nude, but with no definition, and it's just, and like... she's, like, fallen over. Yeah. And, and, and Idris Elba, one of the sexiest humans <laughs> to have yeah, ever absolutely. been, is playing, like, a dark, mysterious, brooding... Catman, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's. I don't know. And I it's... think, I think all of humanity is gonna take its individual turn to jerk off to one of these cats. <laughs> like we're all gonna do it at some point. It's it's, it's one of the, it's like we no one wants to admit it, but we we all are going. It's going to be a thing that happens. We're all gonna take our spin at the roulette wheel, and you can pick your cat. But, like, it is gonna happen. I feel like I'm in the minority, um, and I'm okay with that. But I did not... I don't mind um, Tom Hooper's Les Miserables. I think it gets a worse rap than it deserves. I think it's pretty effective. There are some pretty core problems. But I think a lot of the movie does overcome them. And a lot of that is the strength of Les Mis as a show. Mm -hmm. Like, as an institution. Like, you can only fuck up that show so much but maybe just like one of tom hooper's i always i always want to call him toby hooper and that's texas chainsaw massacre yeah that's it's a different... very different now toby hooper's cats is oh, a I movie that fucking i watched watch that see. so hard <laughs> Holy um, shit. but uh it's i'm i talent is very attractive right for and like, sure and passion is very attractive like you could see like there's there's been just people in my life that I've never thought like and had any kind of kind of attraction to, and then like they show me like some like a painting that they did, and I'm like, hey, you know what, you know, like it's an attractive thing, and like 
and and Les Miserables, like one of just this, like the most like stunning, breathtaking renditions of a song ever is Anne Hathaway doing "I Dreamed a Dream," and it's and it's it's yeah. it's so just like because like you come out of like oh my god Anne Hathaway, but like you're watching a woman like getting ready to kill herself and she are like she's head shaved and like yeah she's been horribly brutalized yeah and, and put into prostitution yeah, and getting her baby you know just like taken away yeah. and so like tom hooper is on this like he's we didn't realize it but he started this like trend of just like really asking like making you ask like questions like about like what you're at what you're into <laughs> like what's wrong with my dick yeah um and you know and, and i'm not like once again i'm not saying like when Anne hathaway is having a breakdown i'm like oh yeah you know it's oh, yeah. but it's just like she's so good at that that you come out of that movie just like oh man Anne hathaway yeah you know what i mean and it's just no i get it and so like you put taylor swift in this like cat i don't know it's just and like, listen, it's we all have opinions about Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. You cannot deny her talent. You cannot deny her power as like a public figure. Um, and like, listen, she is a a talented, very attractive woman with an incredible amount of power. Mm-hmm. I am only so strong as a man. <laughs> I... I it, there, it's just the situation. It's just yeah. like, and we're all gonna like, you know, in 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 if the world still exists ten years from now, we're all gonna finally be ready to talk about which cat we've touched ourselves to, because we all did it. <laughs> like, and there's all kinds of cats that I haven't even seen in that trailer that I know are gonna like really hit some stuff for some people. Uh, you know I, what I mean? Like I went to I went to Catholic school and I went to Catholic, you know, like private school from kindergarten to eighth grade. And I remember like we had like a religion course where we had to learn about like God and everything every year. And I remember they told us that like uh, when the day of judgment comes, whenever whatever whenever Jesus Christ returns, uh we're going to like go and this is the terminology that my teacher used in second grade and it stuck with me forever but like everyone goes to this giant movie theater where everyone's sins is played out in front of a screen for us to all see. And I remember like oh, like boy. I remember like being horrified by that, you know, and it's and it stuck with me. And at a certain point in my life I, I start thinking like, you know what, like at a certain point it's not going to be shocking anymore. Right. At a certain point, you're just like, oh, yeah, that that dude, you know, s- smashes his head with a brick and then, like, jerk. You know, like... Yeah. It, at a certain point, it's not going to be shocking anymore. But maybe the thing that's going to, to that's going to reel us all back in, if this, uh, if this scenario is true, is just, like, uh, the post-credit sequence on all of our sins is going to be all of us jerking off to one of the cats... And that's gonna be right. like, oh shit, yeah, this is this is not good. <laughs> like that's gonna be, like that's what's gonna stick it, keep a stick tuned for like judgment. Like yeah, and like listen, condemn me to hell. Do whatever you feel is right. It is gonna happen. 
I I am not backing down from this. We're all gonna do it as a community, as a as a as a people, as a species. We're all gonna do it. And it's about time we stop being ashamed of it. It's about time we we all acknowledged it and we can rally together behind it. Cause we're all gonna do it. And that is the thesis that I want people to walk away <laughs> with this, from this episode of podcast. We we all joke about cats, but we all know we're only joking to hide that like, you know, Idris Elba in that. You know, that that was <laughs> You know, like, uh, <laughs> Judy Dench is a cat. Like, I'm not, you know, yeah, it's... for a woman of a certain age, like, and there's, all, you know, like, we're being, like, there's, do you know when you go see the ballet and you, and you, and you, you see a dance performance of any kind and it's just people in, like, skin tight black clothing mm-hmm. and they're moving their bodies in ways that just fascinate your mind and and boggle the senses and it's gonna be that but they're gonna have tails and i i it's gonna be the same thing it's just what we're all it's the future baby i really hope that uh when we all go to see like you know they redid sonic in the sonic the hedgehog movie yeah, we haven't seen that redesign. Uh, Get gimme. It, it got pushed back again. Uh, apparently, the redesign is done, but it got the release date got pushed back again. It's not um, going to be in Feb anymore. Nah, it's it's uh, further back in 2020. Um, but I'm really hoping like Disney and Tom Hooper has seen like the reaction to Cats, and they're like, "All right, let's just retool this." And that what happens on Christmas Day when we all go to the theater to watch Cats. It's just that episode of Game Grumps where Dan realizes he's a furry, you know, and we can yeah. all just kind of collect, like, can, yeah, that's... Yeah. <laughs> it's all just, it's all, it's wolf job, baby. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It's all that. Now, Vern. What's up? After all this, you said you had something you wanted oh, to promote. <laughs> you want people to walk away from this episode and keep listening to you. I, I don't know why. Yeah, this is probably a, a bad time to plug. This is uh, a career killer, baby. This is a career Let's... killer. But hey, you know what? If you're if you're proud of the fact that, yeah, you know what? One of the cats might have done something for you. Even if you don't know, but you know that even if you don't know what it did, you know something happened. And you're like, you, you know, know what? Something happened. I like this guy. Um I, I got something to plug, and it's not the thing everyone wants me to plug. That will come at some point, I promise you. But uh if any of you um haven't you should uh, follow me on Instagram, at Varnio. Um, I've been doing a terrible joke in my Instagram stories every day for a year since November 8th. And we're coming up on another... Uh, we're coming up at the end of the year. And I got some some big, kind of fun, exciting stuff planned for that. For them jokes? For them jokes. Uh, I've got some... i got a cool thing happening in September. And I've got some cool stuff happening on that. And... Uh, yeah, uh, if, if you're into terrible, terrible, terrible jokes once a day, and for whatever reason, like, reviews of movie theaters and things like that, follow me on Instagram at Vernio. Vernio, excuse me, V-A-R-N-Y-O. Um. You should do it. Them jokes, they're silly. They're. they're yeah, they put a little bright spot in your day. They're, they're uh, just, they're just of, silly. Uh, out of ever, out of all of them I've done since November 8th, there's. There's three or four of them that are pretty good. Uh, 
<laughs> but uh, I'm I'm doing the thing that I re- that a lot of people do uh, when they realize like they're running out of material and it's just let's just turn it into a spectacle and that's going to happen and uh, you might you guys might enjoy that so uh, I hope to see you guys there if you even want to have anything to do with me after you heard me dunk on a bunch of college of pharmacy students who were do- trying to do nothing more than just have a little bit of fun. Have a little bit of fun. I don't think you dunked up. I, I well, there was a little, you know. There's a, yeah. there was, it was, uh, it was at the end of like an exhibition with like LeBron at a college, like at a foot, at a baseball camp or basketball camp where he's just like, all right, I let you guys, but here, here you go. This is, <laughs> this is what I do. It's that last dunk at the end of just like, we're just shooting around. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, he still had to, he still had to show you up and I get yeah. it. Uh, listen, hey, if you were in that production and you somehow listened to this, do write in. <laughs> I want to talk to you. I want to have you on the show. Any of you that have been involved with a production of Cats in any way, I want to talk to you. I would like. I, I would like to hear this as well. you. Absolutely. Yeah. So so. Folks, tune in, check it out, uh, support the show, and all the other shows I make, patreon.com slash tvskevin, follow me on the things at tvskevinlanigan, uh, do listen to the other show that Vern and I do, the Puffin Publishing Podcast, uh, do listen to my RPG show, The Drive Action Nerds, do watch Vern's and my web series, Doomed to You, yeah. on youtube.com, and do come back next Sunday for another Dish of kibble here at Podcats. Jinxy cat jinx. How did we do a whole bit about cats and meet the parents and not bring up Jinxy cat? I have nipples, Greg. Can you milk me? And all at once I knew, I knew at once, I knew he needed me. Until the day I die. I wonder why I knew he needed me It could be fantasy, oh Or maybe it's because He needs me, 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 he needs me Someone needed me
This has been a Talkback Podcast. From the top of the literary charts. I'm wearing the skimpiest bikini I could find, made entirely out of bonnets. It looks like each boob is a Mennonite. I love it. To the bottom of the bargain bin. Hopefully, at the end, I will laugh and say, re-hee-hee-hee, and will not, in fact, die like a Scooby-Doo ghost. The Puffin Publishing Podcast shows you your favorite authors as they truly were. Mark Twain, I'm an author. I wrote the N-word a bunch. Every month, the Puffin Publishing Podcast brings you the very best in improvised and sketch comedy. New episodes, the first of every single month. God bless it.